0: Yeah, I hit it. G in the building black lightning and black thunder let's go <laughs> Yes, sir <laughs> We here we here Yeah, yes, sir I mean, at the moment, um, as Knicks fans, we have to live in—we're f- living in f- fiction at the moment because you have to think of it this way. In the last few years, besides Melo and Stalmeier, like, have the Knicks been able to actually attract big-name free agents? No, but here, but I think with Devin Booker now. This might be that might this might have a chance to be a different story because you have to think of it this way. Where Devin Booker <laughs> is right now, he's with the Phoenix Suns. Throughout his career in Phoenix, the Phoenix Suns basically they've been trash. You know, let's let's call it what it is. They they have not been a good team. That is true. But here's the thing, though, because now. You wouldn't be surprised if Devin Booker, when his time comes to be a free agent, that he's going to want to leave and actually explore options. And the thing is, is that if he has certain connections in New York, maybe they maybe they can be able to convince him to come to New York. But again, like the Knicks would have to do their job first, for, first and foremost by actually making a competitive team so that you can actually attract the free agent like Devin Booker to come. But I just. Me, me as a Knicks fan, of course, I'm going to be pessimistic because it's like, when was the last time we actually attracted a big-name free agent? But at the same time, it's like, okay, if these connections are in place to where they might be able to convince Devin Booker to come, well, these guys in the front office better make sure that they actually do what they need to do to make the Knicks a competitive team so that they can make the Knicks attractive to a guy like Devin Booker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. hmm Mm-hmm. 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 It was. Mm -hmm. yeah like that's really my whole point because like right now I don't think the Knicks have a solid chance like you said he just signed a new contract and, and right now if you look at the Knicks roster the Knicks don't have the pieces in place to even trade for Devin Booker but the thing is like the way they project the Knicks right now they're projecting the Knicks to become good within maybe the next three to four seasons. Like they're predict they're predicting a rebuild. And then by those three to four seasons pass, Devin Book is going to going to be approaching at least, you know, maybe the last year of his contract, or maybe there's gonna be one year le- one year left where it's like, okay, if he makes it be known that you know what, I'm not going to re-sign here and I want to move on. Maybe by then the Knicks will have the pieces to either trade for Devin Book or you just wait till free agency and you sign him to the team that you have in place at the moment. Yeah. And and probably Mitch... Yeah, he's and he's also a real good three-point shooter as well. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's far-fetched at the moment, but like I said, this is something that you have to look. You have to look at from a future standpoint. He's not going to come now. But we have to see where the Knicks are three to four years down the line when his contract is dwindling down and see if there's actually a realistic shot to get him. <laughs> For real. We need a winner in New York, man. It's it's about time. Word. Word. <laughs> Yeah 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 yeah, Knicks definitely need like. <laughs> what was the last time? I think the I think the last time the Knicks actually drafted somebody and that person actually became a great player was Patrick Ewing, and that was like '85. So I mean, we're due for like something where the ping pong balls drop in our drop our way, and we actually draft a generational talent for once. <laughs> 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 you <laughs> Ha, <laughs> ha, okay here's the thing (laughs) here's the thing because if this is true it makes me wonder why everybody is praising this move because if he was really the one making the moves behind the scenes for the Knicks and you see the Knicks in, in the past 15 years how they have been as a franchise I don't understand why you would why you would be praising that man as vice president of the Knicks so something's going on it's either it's either the media is happy that the Knicks are in perpetual trash mode or or these rumors are not true and the man wasn't making no decisions behind behind the scenes and this is all fabricated so I'm trying to figure out what's really going on here who's telling the truth? <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean it's a possibility. Yeah. Here, here's the thing though, like I can understand why the media would want to remain on World Wide West's good side and actually praise the higher because you have to think about it this way, if you're a journalist and you're looking for stories and things of that nature, you don't want to upset, you know, one of the guys that got you know that's one of the guys that has one of the power positions within the Knicks. So it's like, if you want to get you see if you still want to get your, you know, your stories and things like that, you want to stay on that guy's good side. But at the same time, though, it's like the truth got to be out there. And, you know, and those journalists that actually had the balls to be like, you know what? this man's been messing up the Knicks for the past 15 seasons and I'm going to put that story out there and let the people know what the real is. You got to give that journalist props because even though that journalist might get shut down by the Knicks and he might not get no story throughout the whole you know, reign of World World Wide West being there, but at the same time, it's like, thank you, my guy, for putting out that truth if it's really the truth. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. The the man's like a thief in the night. No one can trace this guy, man. <laughs> Word. <laughs> Which makes sense. Yeah. Mhm. True that, true that. <laughs> yeah i mean if he's really behind you know all the all the new hires and stuff like that then clearly you know he's doing a good job and i guess if he has done any of those things in the past he's kind of making up for it at the moment <laughs> but but um at the end of the day it's like biz. i really don't know if he had his hand in the cookie jar like that with the knicks back in the day but my thing is, you know, if he, if, if he was involved with that, just right now, just continue to do what you're doing. You're making good moves. Continue to make those good moves and bring the Knicks back to prominence. That's all I care about. And everything in the past can be forgiven. Exactly. <laughs> it could be. It could be. I mean, after after all, Leon Rose is an agent, you know, basically his whole career. I mean, the man really has no experience as, you know, what is he, president of basketball operations? I mean, he really has no experience. So, I mean, he has to put people around him that, you know, knows what they're doing and have the connections. So. True. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they got Steph Curry. <laughs> that's, that's a no. Yeah, that's a no. <laughs> they got Garland and they got Sexton, and I mean, a tape just dropped the other day where Garland was busting ass. <laughs> You know, and, and and you know during some you know basketball runs. So I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't I don't know. I really don't know what Cleveland does with Sexton and Garland, but I mean, I think you know common sense would be to put Garland at the point and put Sexton at the two. But uh-uh. Yeah, but yeah, but sex, is, but, yeah, but sex is more of a scorer than Garland, I believe. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got on um, D'Angelo Russell, right? So, I mean, they they're not in need right now. Trey Young. <laughs> <laughs> mhm Yeah Mm-hmm. it could be but what I do find interesting though is that he interviewed with Orlando like does Orlando have did they make a trade to where they're going to be in the lottery because is, isn't Orlando currently in, like the 8th spot or something like that Yeah, but I mean, like, they're, they're in the playoffs in the East, right? They're, like, the eighth seed, right? Behind the Nets? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, it's like, it, I, I find it kind of weird that he interviewed with Orlando. That's why I'm, that's why I'm saying, does Orlando, did Orlando make a trade to where they might possibly have a lottery pay? Maybe. Maybe. Mhm. Mhm. True. They well, they got Kemba. They they got Marcus Smart. Uh, <laughs> But but I don't know but, but I don't know though. Danny Age is he be slick with his things though. Like he be slick, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean watching this game he looked like a point guard to me but I guess he I guess he can work in a two point guard backcourt though. so I mean it's possible mm mm-hmm. Mhm yeah i mean yeah there's secondary options you know that um i would be cool with as well if we don't get Lamelo, with killing being one of those so yeah i'm I'm with it you know nick's interview away do what you gotta do And I'm just letting it know right now. I'm just letting it be known right now. We got Julius Randle. You can get him at a discount. All you gotta do is give us a first round pick. You can and you can take Julius Randle. That's all that's all you need to do. Exactly. All you gotta do is all you gotta do is give us a first round pick. That's all we want. Word <laughs> Uh <laughs> Yeah Okay. (laughs) <laughs> yeah <sighs> mm-hmm Well, first and foremost, well, the the supposed um uh, reason as to why the Knicks didn't attend the meeting or whatever was because they said that they're on their coaching search and they want to hire a coach first before they make any decisions. Which I think that's probably a BS excuse, but <laughs> but um, I look at it this way because the Knicks currently as structured. Like you said, they have a lot of upcoming free agents. And so far, from what you've seen, like, the players, like, a lot of players who aren't really participating in the bubble league coming up later this month is because they're either becoming free agents or health reasons or whatever the case may be. And you would think that, you know, with the Knicks having so many free agents upcoming, if the Knicks are to enter the league, there's a good chance, like, maybe the Knicks are going to be without maybe half their roster or something like that, and then they're going to gonna have to fill up the team with, like, G League players, whatever the case may be. So, I mean, ah, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, to me personally, I'm like, playing basketball is always a good thing, you know, because you have young players, and, you know, it's good to just let them be out there, you know, ball, gain experience, you know, whatever the case may be. But... I don't know, man. I mean, it's it's such it's such a different time right now with COVID running around and things like that, man. It's uh it's crazy. <laughs> mhm. Yeah. hmm Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at this point, it's like... If you're gonna really play in the bubble league, it's either A, you have a chance to win a championship, or B, you need the money. So, I mean... <laughs> Those like those are the really like those are really the only two main reasons as to why you would play in the bubble league right now. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, free dot, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, at this point, like a part of me is a part of me is like, okay, the Knicks are doing their due diligence by interviewing all these head coaching candidates. But to me, it's also like it it also kind of worries me in a way because it's like, okay, you have all these coaching candidates like you haven't narrowed it down to like two or three that you may think that will actually be good for the team. You're interviewing like 10, 11 head coaches like I'm not even sure if. I've even heard of that before. I don't even know of a team that's done that before. So, to me, it's kind of like you're doing too much due diligence, you know? (laughs) Mike Miller. Yeah, I agree with you. I think if, if one of the assistants do become head coach of the Knicks, it has it's only going to be because that person blew them away in the interview process and they're like, this guy, there's something special about this guy and that's why we hired him. But if you want to be realistic, probably the guys that have the best chance at becoming Knicks head coach is either Tom Thibodeau, Kenny Atkinson, Mike Miller. Am I missing somebody? they <rire> do? the one thing Woody what the one thing Woody does have for him is the fact that the last time Knicks had a winning season he was the head coach so <laughs> yeah and I mean obviously Rasheed Wallace and Raymond Felton are going to co-sign for him because he was their coach so, <laughs> so they got a co-sign for him regardless. But I mean Melo need to be I mean, Mello, Mello need to be more grateful. Yeah, I know. But I'm saying Melanie need to be more grateful because that man, because Mello became the player he was under George Carl. So I mean he needed he need to be more grateful. <laughs> 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 yeah, he was though. Yeah, George Carl was was talking kinda um reckless a bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you got you got a point there. You got a point there. <laughs> All right, let me pause. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, wh- I mean, what do you expect us to do? There's no basketball on, so we can't really do any ooh picks unless we're gonna pick up, s- unless we're gonna pick some old stuff. All I- right. Okay. Oh, oh, Jamal Crawford. I still I hear balling, balling. I mean, if you want to be real about it, there's a lot of players in the NBA who can't play defense and they're still playing. (laughs) Exactly. They can't even score like Jamal Crawford. Jamal, former Nick, once a Nick, always a Nick, except for (laughs) Barnyani. Nope. I have one broad pick. This one, this this one might be pretty deep, but there's a message behind it, though. So, um, the broad pick goes to the NBA, the NFL, or pretty much, you know, any sports league out there, really. You know that um are trying to pander to the movement, and this is why I say that because. There's a saying from Malcolm X that says, you know, basically he says something along the lines of, you know, those, the oppressors are going to do symbolic things to, you know, to appease black people instead of making the real change that needs to be made. And don't get me wrong. I appreciate that the NBA is allowing, you know, the players to have messages on their jerseys and have Black Lives Matter on the court and how the NFL says that they're going to play the Black National Anthem or whatever the case may be before games. But I just don't want that to overshadow the changes that needs to be made within the country, which is to end systemic oppression, systemic racism and to reform the justice system and to have black people in this country treated fairly know. so i just wanted to put that out there Yes, sir. (laughs) Oh man! (laughs) I I I forgot about Kanye, man. (laughs) Oh man. Yeah, hashtag 2020 vision. Yeah, it, it shouldn't it, it 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 shouldn't be that way. I mean, once you saw Trump get into office, it pretty much opened the floodgates. Now everybody's saying they can become president. Everybody. <laughs> yes, but see, here's the thing, though, like. If this was old school kanye i would have probably been like it's wild but maybe but now this new kanye and the comments he made less you know he made not too long ago about slavery being a choice and this and that i'm like i don't know if i want that kanye in office like ah i I don't know about that <laughs> yeah I mean I would definitely love to see a black man as president or a black woman as president but please somebody else <laughs> somebody else you <laughs> know somebody else please yo yeah Kathy we with you Kathy we with you <laughs> 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 yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that that is true that is true <laughs> oh yeah yeah one more bro the washington redskins and a matter of fact nike fedex all of them because i'm like you you y'all knew from years ago the redskins name was offensive and y'all and y'all didn't want to put pressure on the Redskins then. But now since you see now but now since there's been a shift in the country, supposedly, with all these protests and everything, now all of a sudden you're like, you know what? Let's finally put pressure on the Redskins and, and get them to change their name. Like come on, y'all y'all could have done this 10, 20 years ago. Like, come on now. Yup. 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 Exactly. Dash! One more year. One more season. <laughs> he better. I see him with Lethal Shooter. Okay, I see you, Kevin Knox. I see you, fam. Alright. <laughs> they can find me on Instagram at chilling. That is S I R G is C H I L L I N. And you, as you can see, I got the mic upgrades. So you can hear me loud and clear. <laughs> Word. <laughs> yeah, facts. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Word. Peace.